sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Here we are, uh, summer birds. And, uh, you know, I was driving by, you know, out and, dri- out and about driving and uh, looked to my right and it was a, a field and there was a fence and I saw something and sort of fluttering and it went to the fence and it came back and I said, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that in a while. And it was a uh, Eastern Kingbird, a cool bird. Very cool bird. You know? I, uh, Probably flat I assume. Absolutely. Um, one of those birds that, uh, you know, kind of enjoys the farm fields. Doesn't have to be a, you know, prime, prime soils, wonderful alfalfa, but sort of an open space, but it was fluttering about on the fence. And I thought, well, I haven't seen that one. It's sort of a, it's got a nice white breast and kind of dusky gray, but there's another distinguishing mark. Does it have something? Does it have a? It doesn't have a crest, though, does it? Or does it? You know, it's got kind of a, a bushy crown, um, but concealed in, in the head feathers on the crown is it's bright red. Yeah, and you you know, rarely see that in the field. Uh, I you know I can only think of a couple of times when I've actually seen that. It's it's not like ruby crown kinglets that you know. Pop that ruby crown out uh, when they're uh, calling and singing and displaying. I, you know, kingbirds for some reason like to keep that hidden. Uh, you know, I've seen them um, bird banding. You know, when you can part the feathers of the head, you can see that crimson crest. But yeah, it's a pretty interesting feature we don't get to see. Yeah. Now, is it correct that the kingbird will come back to its post after it goes out and does a little hunting for some? Uh some uh, some bugs or mosquitoes. Is that right? Yeah, you know, I, I think most fly catchers exhibit that behavior. They might have a, a favorite perch uh, that they like to hunt from. You know, of course, they, they change it up uh, quite often. Um, but yeah, a lot of fly catchers, including the kingbird, um, you know, and the fly catcher family is huge. Uh, it's across the... Um, North America and South America, and, and kingbird is just one species of many, and they all kind of do the same thing. You know, they uh, fly out, um, sally out, and catch a flying insect and return to the perch. Sometimes you'll see them beat <laughs> their prey against the perch to tenderize it a little bit, maybe kill it, uh, especially if it's a larger insect. Uh, and you know, not all fly catchers eat insects, but certainly in the nesting season of Vermont, all of our fly catchers do. Yeah. So there's the, uh, uh, the kingbird. Um, and I, I would say the size of it, it's, you know, a little smaller than a blue jay, maybe like, you know, not too big, but yeah. Yeah. You know, bigger than a Phoebe. Um, but yeah, definitely smaller than a blue jay. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, in betweens, it's not small, but it's not large, and it's not chunky. You know, um, like cedar waxwing size. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, the eastern uh, kingbirds. So we're talking about uh, flycatchers. Um, 
What other what other flycatcher we might we see right now? You know, peewees are oh, local yeah. right now. They're one of my favorite flycatchers in Vermont, eastern wood peewee. Um, strictly a forest bird, sometimes on the forest edge, and they're you know they're pretty inconspicuous. They're not out in the open like a phoebe. Um, so you listen for their song that whistle peewee or pee. So that's um, uh, back now in the state, nesting mostly in deciduous hardwood forest, uh, mature forest. Uh, don't see them as much in forests with a lot of evergreen trees. It's a sound that really makes me think of, yeah, hey, it is summer out. It, even on a hot day, you may hear the, uh, the peewee in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and we got our, our Phoebe. You know, that's more of a familiar yeah. backyard bird, of course. and. Man, they probably already have young out of the nest. Have you seen any Phoebe um, fledglings yet? Oh yeah, and um, you know that's one of my you know favorite. I, I would say late March, early April birds, sort of the tail end of sugaring. You see that one, and they'll they'll nest anywhere under a under a bridge, under a porch, um, in a mud nest, right for the Phoebe. Yeah, lined on the outside with with mosses, so uh, you know it distinguishes it from like uh, you know robins often nest in the same area, but their nests are grasses, also with a mud lining and bigger. But a phoebe nest, yeah, it has that. Uh, it's covered on the outside usually with with mosses, so it's easy to identify a phoebe nest. Yeah, good stuff. There's some other ones, um, some other uh, flycatchers out there, right? Oh, all the look-alike species. Yeah, the the, the dreaded genus Empidinax. Uh, this is um, you know a, a very large genus of birds, uh, and they all look very similar. And in Vermont, we've got several. We've got the least flycatcher. We've got the yellow-bellied flycatcher, willow, and alder flycatcher. Uh, and they all look very similar. Uh, the best way to tell them apart is their song. You know, if you if you see a yellow-bellied flycatcher, they're generally yellow from the throat down to the belly, uh, up in uh, conifer forests, up on mountaintops, or in the Northeast Kingdom. They're maybe the easiest one to tell apart just by the plumage, but all the others look very similar. So you have to learn their song uh, and have a sense of what habitat they like to, to tell them apart. Yeah. So the uh, yellow flycatcher, so places like bogs, like Victory Bog, you'd probably bump into one, right? Yeah, yep, Victory Box, a good place. Um, I was on Mansfield last week and, and heard yellow-bellied flycatcher. So yeah, they're totally, except during migration, they're, they're totally tied to conifer forests, hmm. so spruce fir forest. In migration, though, you, see them, you can see them down in lower elevation, and there were lots of reports of yellow-bellied flycatcher migrating through the state, but now they're all up all in the nesting grounds. Mm-hmm. Most of the high elevations or places like Victory or Moose Bog, places like that. Some flycatchers have wild wild tails and stuff like that. We don't have any of those, though, right? We don't have any of those sort of exotic uh, ones. No, I wish. You know, once in a while, one will show up in Vermont. Um, fork-tailed flycatcher, um, uh, scissor-tailed flycatcher. Just got to see one of those recently in Kansas with my uh, son Sam as we drove out west. Beautiful bird, and they're actually uh, both of those species are kingbirds. 
Oh. They're um, in the they're in the Tyrannus genus. So yeah, both fork-tailed flycatcher and scissor-tailed flycatcher are basically king birds with really long tails. And they and they, uh, I mean, you're talking long. I mean, bigger than the body, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say you know the tail is as long as the bird, maybe even a little longer. The scissor-tailed flycatcher nests in the southern Midwestern states uh, and Texas. And it's uh, with this gray, pale gray uh, kingbird with uh, a little salmon at the bend of the wing and in the uh, wing pits, so to speak. And this long, I guess it's kind of black and white forked tail. It's, it's really a striking bird. Yeah. I think one showed up in maybe Virgins or somewhere in Addison County years ago. Um, uh, I remember that. That was, that was a forked tail. Flycatcher, okay. which uh, which mostly are in South America, Central and South America, but they do stray to, to the Northeast occasionally. So, um, yeah, I remember that bird as well, Anson, quite a while ago, I, I, yeah. in 1990 or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely in the 90s, and um, and I I recall it resting on like an old barbed wire fence. So it was your classic photo, you know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So. And I think there's a couple of records in Vermont for scissor tail flycatcher. Um, you know, both are, are quite rare in the state, but they, they do show up. You never know. Never know. Fly. <laughs> no, we can hope. So, anyway, well, we do have to um, skedaddle here and move on for this weekend. Um, we'll have more bird chatter next weekend. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. Chip Darstat. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet.